Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. It's time for more. Page 7 of Wizard and the Bruiser present Release the Butthole Cut Tour coming to you in September and October. Where are we heading in September, Jackie? We're going on September 12th. We're going to Nashville. We're going on September 13th to Atlanta, Georgia. And then I'm going back to my hometown September 14th of Tampa, Florida. In October, October 3rd, we're going to be in Detroit, Michigan. October 4th, we're going to be in Columbus. And October 5th, we're going to be in Pittsburgh. Page 7 and Wizard of the Bruiser present Release Release the Butthole Cut Tour. You can find tickets at lastpodcastnetwork.com, baby. To the left. (laughs) Take it back now, y'all. One One hop hop this this time. time. Right foot, left stomp. stomp. Left foot, let's stop. Cha-cha, real smooth. DJ Casper is dead, and it's all Holden's fault. Yeah. Whatever, okay? Maybe this is a gift. Now he can be in heaven ordering the angels to dance in a very specific way. And oh, and maybe they're da- they're cha-chaing from cloud to cloud. <laughs> <laughs> it is very sad, actually. He did. It's too young, for sure, this man passing away. We're talking uh, about the, the, the creator, the god of cha-cha slide, DJ Casper, has left this proverbial plane. But how fun in heaven. He's, like, telling them all, like, all the angels and, like, the weird old people. Do you think that the angels like to do the cha-cha slide? Or do you think the <laughs> angels are like you? No, the well, angels love following orders. That's all they do, yeah, right? That's what they do, that yeah. Sucks. They that are sucks the... for an angel's <laughs> life. Yeah, and you're like being a Michael right now or whatever where you deny it. Oh my God, you go, you I'm become such Satan. a yeah. Michael. Is this a Michael, the angel that... The, yeah, John who fell? Yeah, the I, one I think who that was. Oh, I was. Wasn't that Lucifer? Yeah, but isn't it? My isn't he I Michael? Was, I thought first? you were talking oh, about the Michael, movie Michael Jantra, the angel movie. <laughs> I thought, yeah, yeah movie. the one who fell. Yeah, yeah that's saying the same thing. Either way, you're such a Michael. I'm gonna totally take my shoes off. I feel like he never had his shoes on in that movie. And I'm such a Charlotte. Yeah, angels don't wear shoes. They don't need to wear shoes. Okay, it's like weird if they. Are you fine with angel feet? Yeah. Oh my uh, God. You remember during, ethereal. during the 
<laughs> last podcast grindhouse twitch stream marathon where we were trying to get a bunch of subs during our segment me jackie and holden were together doing love box and i was sitting next to holden and i was in bare feet because it was a fucking pool party and my feet I also were was close in bare feet and but what your feet weren't close to him my feet were close to him yes. and holden was so horrified and we were trying to get a bunch of subs and i said holden if we get to three thousand subs or two thousand i think was our goal at that time i said will you touch my feet and he wouldn't even say yes Way to not take one for the team, Holden. Yeah, I just can't do it, man. I just can't That's do fine. it. That's fine. That's your boundary, <laughs> and sorry. I should respect. Am I sexually I'm... harassing you right now? No, not at all. But I just can't. <laughs> you, you bringing up feet just made me think about. I know this is more I like love being asked that question. Oh, am I sexually harassing you right now? <laughs> aggressively. <laughs> That's this is you're fine. Totally, yeah, aggressively, uncomfortably. <laughs> No, I'm have you guys seen? Your boundaries hold it. <laughs> I know this isn't really like pop culture <laughs> news. This is more like news news. But you know the riverboat like beat down thing that just oh, happened. Yeah. Did oh, you yeah. guys see the picture of the guy's Crocs? He with the feet through the Crocs. No, they beat the Crocs off that man. It was amazing, dude. His feet are literally fully through the Crocs. They are on whoa, his ankles. Whoa. It's hilarious. Wait, <laughs> where did his foot go? Out the hole? Yeah, out through the. Front, it can't make so it through bad. the hole. His rocks are literally. Wow, I thought they were more durable than that. It's so well, they they're pretty durable. I think he just got his whole ass beat <laughs> for being an asshole on a dock. You can stay here and get your ass beat. You can stay here and get, get your, get your, your ass, ass beat. beat. <laughs> so Jay, well. just, if you haven't seen this picture, if you're aware of the riverboat thing, just just drunk rednecks being assholes got the shit beat out of them by the security people for being assholes. And there's literally a pic- like whatever with all that. I'm sure there's more of a discussion there and everything. But I just this one picture of this man's feet. Fully. Oh my god, I see it. <laughs> oh my god, it is fu- both of describe, them fully through. This, okay. this. So he is wearing the Crocs almost as if they're like cosplay shoes that you add on top shoes. Yeah, like, like Halloween, his, like how a Halloween yes. costume has like the boots that go over your shoes. They are up to his calves. <laughs> They have ripped through the front of the shoes. The full feet are all the way out, and they were almost up to his knees. He got beaten through his Crocs. Wow, that wow. is impressive. Wow, that's yeah. the that's the image of summer twenty twenty three right there. Just just beaten through the bottom of your Crocs. Oh my God! Wow. I feel like this this should be an ad for Crocs. That if you're, or I guess maybe an, an again an <laughs> ad. Of don't if you think you're about to get your ass beat, don't have your Crocs on. Yeah. They're not get your ass beat shoes. Yeah, this is an ad for Flofers, is what it is. Flofers. Oh should my be like, god! I, our shoes didn't. You never seen anyone our get shoes their ass do this? beat through our shoes. Wow. No, enough of them have Sperry's on though too. That you know, that's a good, that's a good, a solid shoe right there. If we're going to be talking about solid shoes, and you know, we are here. Did you guys miss me last week? Absolutely. Did you miss me? We super missed you. Yeah, yeah I you. heard you guys did a great job holding down the fort, and I just want to say thank you so much. I missed everybody so much. We missed you a lot. We we um we did a lot. Tell of me singing. how much you missed me. What oh, was you, like? You, give me a, a quantification of how much you missed me. Um, I'm gonna go twelve out of ten, Holden. Yeah, we had to because we had to do all that extra work, and uh, you know, no one likes to do extra work. No one likes to do extra work. But so no, you of course, me. your vi- your whole everything was missed. I'm just happy we didn't get into e- email territory last week. <laughs> I think that's good on us for that. And we yeah. dealt with some sticky stuff. We no got emotional. bad emails. We got emotional. Yeah, you would have wanted to miss the same. It was, it was all sad too. Yeah, we talked about everyone. Sad. 
dead. I, I don't know. The other day, I just got to show. Um, we've been doing this like pick out of a bowl. We bought the skeleton bowl, and we've been uh, picking out movies. And I got to show Jeff Ordinary People for the oh first time. Oh my god! Wow! It finally so, happened. Uh, Did wow. crying happen from Jeffson? There were there were tears upon the eyes. Yes. Um, but he didn't give in to Judd Hirsch's seduction the way I do. <laughs> so it's not for everybody. Wow! Watching Ordinary People on a summer night that is a choice oh yep. yeah baby that's well that's it. i told eddie that we were watching it because when eddie and i used to live together we used to watch ordinary people and like deer all hunter the time, all yeah. the time we would stay up late we would play cards get hammered and just watch really sad movies and so i told eddie and he's like yeah don't go swimming and i was like yep that is the tagline for the movie <laughs> don't, go, don't swimming. go swimming that's the tagline for ordinary people that's it um, but just throwing it out there in case anybody that's anybody that is nobody that doesn't know what ordinary people is, it's Mary Tyler Moore and Donald Sutherland fucking acting and Timothy Hutton acting their asses off. It's so good. And it's like, how often late? I mean, it's the state of the movie theater is is very sad. How often do you get to go see like such a strong drama like that? Because even now, it's all powers of the slog. It's not like a good emotional drama yeah, that like, like a family having the guts worst out of year you. of their life. Yeah, instead it's like a cowboy saying a word every 15 Can minutes. Can I have a confession? Can what? this be my confession what? corner? I saw Oppenheimer and I felt that way about Did, it. Was it a power of the slog? Power I, of the slog? I, like, okay, here it is. Amazing movie, amazingly made. Everybody did a great job. It's not for me. Yeah. Not for you. It is not a movie. Ha, for and me. how good was Barbie too, though? And Barbie was just so good. I feel like I'm gonna, I feel like I'm gonna feel the same way. I, I'm actually, from what I've heard, I don't want to experience this again in the movie theater. Maybe you could vouch for this. Someone already said like the sound fucking mixing is so obnoxious you cannot hear what people are saying. They talk oftentimes. so quickly that like, and maybe I'm just too used to being at home and having subtitles I need on. The yeah. subtitles. But I was like. I have no idea what they're saying. I don't know who this person is. And also, like, I'm going to throw it out there. Maybe I shouldn't talk about my friend Jackie this way. I'm not, like, the brightest person. I am a lot of fun, though, and I have a lot of verb, and I'm great in other ways. And I don't know a lot about, even though I know the last podcast just did this whole thing, that I should know a lot more about Oppenheimer. I know almost nothing about Oppenheimer. I know what he did. I know that he's sad about what he did. That's the main thing. That's the main. That's the, those are the two things you got to know about him. You got to know what he did. You got to know. But like, that he I felt don't. Sad about yes, it. he felt sad about it, and so it's like I knew that. But other than that, like I didn't know anything about like the history, so I was so lost. And then it would be like boom, and I'm like, yeah, I know you're blowing people up and you're killing <laughs> a bunch of people. I get it. Yeah. And then I was just like, I just kept be. I was that. I was that person that I didn't pull out my phone, but I just kept in my head and leaning over Jeff being like, how much longer is it? Is it quite yeah. long? Are we talking it's three, three hours, hours yes. long? That's yeah. the other thing about seeing it at home. I know it's like you have to witness this and, and I'm, you know what though? Barbie would be good on an airplane. Barbie would be good in a movie theater. I'm going to watch Barbie again. I can't wait Barbie to watch it again. Barbie would be good in a house. Why don't we get back to not needing movies to be seen in an IMAX to get the full... I, you know, I'm a little... It feels like you're leaning on the, the tech a little bit and not, like, delivering an actual, like... 
thing that can stand on its... I, I, yeah, Finally, I just, our just... podcast has chosen a side in the Barbenheimer Wars. And oh, my it God. It is the side oh, to be on, expected. Though. And it How sounds like obvious. we're in a uh, inter-network um, battle betwixt, you know, last podcast on the left, which uh, maybe has sided with Oppenheimer, at least in the <laughs> sense that they covered the Manhattan Project I've done on show. an insane amount of research and they did like six weeks of it like it's, I just it's a it's a hefty they did a lot of work for it I would not feel this way if it wasn't for Tenet Tenet was a real Emperor's New Clothes moment for me when it comes to old Chrissy Nolan I, I think that movie kind of shed some light on to me on like some of maybe the not like he was kind of could do no wrong up to that point and then Tenet for me was so very very wrong let me ask you this Were, did your ears hurt at points like was the sound so obnoxiously loud that like your body was vibrating because that was oh, my experience yeah. with Tenet oh yeah I, I don't, I'm not I'm, I, 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 if, unless it's my favorite fucking song I was gonna say unless you know you're I mean? at the Eras tour you guys talked about me last week yeah absolutely for sure I mean and I don't I'm not saying I'm a Swifty I'm not saying it I may have drunkenly said it, yes, but <laughs> and, I uh, into a camera soberly <laughs> into a camera on jacket so while others were watching you. I think you might have said it into a camera. I don't know. I can't say that. <laughs> I, I can't. I don't like. I feel like it's one of those things. Like when you wear the shirt and they're like, name the three songs. You know, like I know like her last three albums. Right. right. Yeah. That's but why I don't I'm know not all of it. I feel like I. Yes. If I was at Eras, people would be like, "What are you even here for?" And I'd be like, "You belong with me in 22." And people would be like, "Oh <laughs> my god!" You know. That, no, I think. I mean, I don't know because I. <laughs> I was literally the last row of the stadium, which which garners a couple things. It garners not probably not the most diehard fans, you know, <laughs> you could possibly be around. Uh, but also, but they were in, like everybody around me for the most part, except for one guy, which I guess I could talk about. But there was just one, and this kind of really brings me back to like my experience with Barbie. Now, Mike's because also like at the show sidebar, just so many people wearing the like. It's me. I'm the husband that got dragged along to the show. It's me kind of shirts and stuff. And there was just so many like husband, like dudes there that were like, oh, right. And it's just like you're at like the one of the best shows on the planet right now. Yeah. Like, your, like don't. And by the way, no one gives aside. a fuck. No one gives a fuck about your music taste, your masculinity. No one gives a shit here. We're all here to get this experience. And honestly, all we love is just people leaning into it more. Everybody, though, was like, everyone's dressed up. Everyone's like, it's so fun. Yeah. Like, there's so many great, like, one guy was wearing, like, the fries costume from, like, the uh, uh, you, you Need to Calm Down video where <laughs> oh, when Taylor Swift, fun. like, hugged. Yeah, like, there's fun. just so many. No, I, like, actually, I feel it, like Taylor's fans actually don't seem... Um, it doesn't seem like a particularly gatekeepy fandom, which is why Not I do a, like I like yes being like I got no. someone some songs that I like, but I don't feel like I need yeah. to know the whole catalog in order to say I like some Taylor. Swift I see, music. I see rumblings of like, hey, it, it's you know. Hey, super fans, it's okay for other people to go that like don't know all the lyrics. Like I've seen a couple of tweets like that. I think there's a little bit of that, mm -hmm. but like 
for the most not part. Not on this show. I don't tell show. you what. Well, and I, as soon as Fearless, the Fearless era came on, I realized like, oh, I don't know any of these lyrics. <laughs> like barely. Like I know like sort of the chorus to You Belong to Me. It is what it is. But like, did you cry when she gave her hat to Kobe Bryant's I'd, daughter? I because, cried the next morning. Because this happened at Holden's show and um, the internet went to flame for it because it's notorious that like even Kobe Bryant has openly said like before his passing, he openly said that like he really respects Taylor yeah. Swift. Yeah, and he, they were like tight. They, they've had like they were tight, and yeah. so he even came out on stage yeah. uh, to announce like w- with her at the Staples Center show she did like years ago to during her 1989 era or 1989 tour, and and was like just presented this like banner for like selling out the stadium and stuff. And he's always been a supporter, and it's mainly because uh, oh, I'm gonna get emotional because she's always been so good to his kids. You know, before yeah. she was like. Taylor Swift, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I love that about him in the interview that I sent you guys where he's like, I'll always fuck with her. Like, yeah. she's a mate, like she's, and I, you know, this is the funny thing is everybody has such weird opinions about her music, but it's like, she has put out consistent, insanely consistent, like top 10 banger albums. Like, you've got to look at that and be like, what is going on here? Or at least be curious, like, what is this show like? Like, what could this show be? You know what I mean? And it is absolutely incredible. It's so good. I mean, just technically, just everything. And she gave her truck drivers a $100,000 bonus, which is very cool as well. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. $55 million in bonuses for people that have worked on the tour. Now, at first, I thought that this was like the um, someone that they were talking to said the typical amount is five to ten thousand each. And she was giving out one hundred thousand yeah. dollar bonuses Crazy. Uh, for people, which is like that's but also it's really cool because like. You know, everybody knows that she's making millions every weekend. And the fact that, like, and she didn't have to do this. I think that it's a really fucking cool move, though. Absolutely. That she's giving so much of what she's making. And it's... And, and even though people are like, it's just a fraction of what yeah, she's yeah. making. It's like, I was yeah, about it's still to bring $55 million. That, that is though. the internet in a nutshell. You cannot do anything, no matter how like giving and positive and just purely like good it is, without getting, what is, where are we at at this point? It's so crazy. I, I wish I could get rid of social media. I wish I could wipe social media for the, I bet if I had a genie and I got three wishes, Two would be spent on like money and blowjobs or whatever. But the third wish. <laughs> would it really be blowjobs? Or something. I don't know. Like a. You, you know. would never spend that much on it. Like you would never spend <laughs> no, a well, wish I'd be on like something a blowjob tree or something. I don't know what I'd do. But either way, 
And then, and is then it a bunch the, of flashlights? Like, the, what's on the tree? Is it like dick sucking, sucking monkeys? Or like, a, I haven't. Okay, I is don't it a plan swallow? On being presented with a, a genie at some point in my life, so <laughs> I, I haven't just, really thought it I through. I feel like you should be thinking these things through, <laughs> MJ. Do you know your wishes? I feel like you need to know your wishes this is just in case. This is exactly like well, the third Steve Martin SNL thing. Social media. When he's like, "If I could have one wish, it would be that all the children of the world hold hands and sing in perfect harmony." And then he keeps adding more and more things, and he's like, "But actually." <laughs> If I could have another wish. <laughs> if I could have another wish. Um, uh, wait, what was your question to me? Was it about what, do I know my wishes? No, I don't know yeah, my wishes. Yeah, what would your wishes be? No, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm, my wish is that Taylor Swift and Beyonce are like somehow in charge of like municipal governments because also Beyonce, when I saw that P- Taylor Swift like gave this huge bonus to her um, like trucking caravan and everyone and then, was yeah, so Beyonce. excited. And then Beyonce, the Beyonce one, I'm a li- at first I was like, Beyonce for, for president because she paid to keep public transit running so that people could get home from her show, which is cool. Yeah, she, she, had big, she had big we- weather delays on her show and still perform. What's also really cool about both her and Tay is that they're both like, come rain or come shine, we're going to do the show. If the show gets delayed really long time, like we're going to still do the show, which is awesome. And then to double down and say, and we're because it ran so late, we're going to pay 100K to keep these trains running and get these people home afterwards is, is pretty great. It is, to me, it was just a fascinating like intersection of like the public sector and the private sector to, like to be for Beyonce to just be like, no, 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 I know it's DC and the trains literally close at a certain time. Also, it's because of a storm and there is a citywide ordinance that you are supposed to shelter in place, but I am Beyonce and I can right. make the trains run. And I was like, I think I might like it. I think I That's, might like this. Pretty cool. Rich Should overlord. we start calling her? Yeah, Musiance. Wow. Yes. Musiance. I, I think I might want these like um nice, nice rich people to be in charge. I I don't know. It's not it's not the best way that the government could run, but they are doing what the government's not doing. And for that, we you know, we snap. Is that I, not the closest to being a fairy god person that you could be? Is pretty it much just like, <laughs> w- like, just like, like wave a wand with your many, many monies and just say, I make it so. Make and the isn't that run. so crazy to think about that? Or is it that pathetic that I'm almost 36 years old and I'm just like, man, money fixes a lot of problems. I mean, right, but it's all, but. I think the email that I'll speak for the email that gets sent in. This is all because of how awful our wealth disparity is. That like only the people with the in the top one percent can do anything to help anything, and everyone and we all suffer for it though on a day to day basis. That's, yes, but the oh, train stayed running for that one, one more, night, and, and you know, one that's the time. ten truck drivers got to put their kids through college. That's you know, the thing. because do I want Taylor. Beyonce to be in charge of the United States? No. Is it better than the current? Uh, status quo, yes. You know that's all I'm yeah. saying. We, uh, but it is, it is eventually cool. it the is goal is to have cool. us all be Beyonce. You know, in terms of yes, wealth and, and power, and have us all get slicked on our butts and in our fronts with gravy. Did you expect uh, me to say the word gravy? Wow. I don't know if you did. Because yes, poster. what did I use as the top billing of the article? So much has happened this week. We haven't even brought up Lizzo. I know, yet. We gotta talk about but Lizzo. I must. Discuss. We don't talk about Lizzo. No, no, no. We don't talk about Lizzo. No, no, no. Now we're going to talk about it for. We are going to talk about it. But first, we're going to talk about 
the gravy-themed coaster called Good Gravy. Now, this, I just want to say thank you to everyone that has sent me this article um, about Indiana building the first gravy-themed roller coaster. And I also want to give big shout-outs to the damn TikTok that has been trapped in my head that is this beautiful song talking about why there are so many Leos and it's because Thanksgiving with it's like it's thick floats it's thick gravy (laughs) and just like talking about all of how sexy Thanksgiving is and how it makes you feel so turned on that you have to have sex and that's why there are so many Leos now as two I'm talking to two parents of Leos so is this what it is did you guys get so horny for Thanksgiving that you just had to make a child well uh we were specifically trying, but also you <laughs> oh, got to remember. Boring. It's a boring re- response. But <laughs> I think I think a lot of people got pregnant around the same time and had Leo babies because these were. I, I don't even want to say Biden babies. I just want to say like Trump is oh, gone babies. Wow, you're right. It was not yes. only Thanksgiving. It was election 2020. This was wow. election 2020. This was, thank God, ding dong, the witch is dead. Now I'm going to put my <laughs> ding dong in, in you. Friends and we're of gonna... ours know that like their child was actually conceived the night that Biden won. It was like, right around, the night. I remember we were in a great fucking mood, man. I remember being in a good That's ass hilarious. fucking mood. I totally, totally did not put that together, but that's yeah. very, very nice. To- because remember in New York, I mean, we were partying on the streets. It was so great. Oh, yeah. The vibe was so good. And I know it's I'm not sitting here New York like, City. and our savior Biden. <laughs> it was literally like, put this old man in. It should have just been called not Trump. Not yes. Trump. Like, that's what yes. it just was done and over. And we could go back to not being like upset all the time. And my, wait or, a second. We still are. <laughs> <laughs> wait a How much second. Less so. Even I have noticed in the shitty family I've had to deal with, like they've even chilled the fuck out. Just a little bit like he instilled so much weird anger in those people and they were just so it was like, you won. Why are you this mad? You won the thing. Your guy's in. Why are you so angry? Make a baby. I can't then, believe course, that Winnie although, isn't a Thanksgiving baby. She's an election 2020 baby. Yeah. That's a big reveal. Pandemic, election 2020. I mean, it was like the first piece of good news we had gotten in how long? Yeah. Because pandemic it, was. Yeah, that was it had been a pandemic it was for quite a while at that point. It kind of felt like when uh, Itchy and Scratchy got really bad because of Marge Simpson in that one episode that maybe you've seen at this point, uh, Jackie, where Marge gets involved in Itchy Not and Scratchy yet. to make it more educational. And it's so boring that it cuts to this scene of all these kids finally like leaving their houses for the first time and like, walking <laughs> to the and, like, playing again for, for the first time. For those of you that have, don't listen, listen to The Leftovers, I have been journeying through The Simpsons for the first oh time. I don't know if we've been talking I about it. Ta- I can't believe I haven't, I haven't talked with you about it yet, Jackie. But it... That's how it felt. Like we all like walked out of our apartments and yeah, we were still wearing masks and we were still like worried about stuff, but it had subsided enough at least to where we were like, we can all be outside and like wear masks and like party. Like we can at least do that at this point. And so we all went out. Everyone was partying. It was so fun. And yeah, a bunch of nuts went into a bunch of fucking holes. And MJ, uh, is that what you did? So you were, uh, but that no, was, Zelda, you didn't have a Biden baby. Yeah, no, Zelda was already around for the for the Biden baby situation. On um, uh, remember, she was early. 
So uh, it was not a Thanksgiving. Oh, event, not but, a Thanksgiving. But, you know, a, a Hanukkah and Christmas joy. Maybe. Gotcha. No, a different kind of a different, holiday celebration. A different kind have. of well, and what I to anybody out there who is um, nursing and thinking about weaning, some people have a huge. A lot of people have said that they really felt shitty when they weaned. I did not. I felt awesome for approximately one week until I got pregnant again <laughs> because I uh, did not think I could get pregnant again, and I felt so good after I weaned I just felt like myself again and then I immediately got pregnant again because it was it was you know the festive Christmas season oh sure wait you were weaning so were you ocean men take me by the hand it's wean wean (laughs) very Um, cute it is. Thank you. Shout out to Marcus. Thank you. Shout out to Marcus. Yes. Do I still only know Ocean Man by Ween? The answer is yes. Okay. But so but we got to talk about the gravy coaster. But I just want to point out that because of Jackie, I I never go to delish.com on my own volition. I only go because of the articles that Jackie sends. Delish, delish is a, Valish. a food yeah. website where you're going to get all your news about various mayonnaises, various Pickles, various cheese cocktails, right? All the things we like to talk about here on the show. Because I just look at Delish whether I am, you know, working. If it's not for page seven, I just happen to pull articles. If I'm just, just leave sometimes it all I just like to see what's going on. Yeah, it's like I, you know, I check in on the New York Times throughout the day. Jackie just checks yeah, in. Yeah, I, on I Delish. look at Delish. <laughs> check in on Delish, and I have maxed out my number of free articles on Delish because of oh, Jackie. No. And it's only oh my God. August eighth. I'm in the same situation. You have to sign up. You, all you got to do is sign up. It's Jackie, what is the dog food? What is the mark? Give a dog one margarita. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, we're, oh, we're giving dogs margaritas today. No, <laughs> no. First, I still want to just read out. Officials say guests will board a train shaped like a giant gravy boat, which will be pulled backwards uphill before flying towards the station onto cranberry colored track, hitting a maximum speed of 37 miles per hour. The train will fly through a giant cranberry jelly can before narrowly avoiding giant kitchen accoutrements, <laughs> such as 20 foot tall whisk and an 18 foot tall rolling pin. Man, you're really hyping up Before what is, seems to be a pretty <laughs> subpar it roller coaster. so stupid. It's so boring. <laughs> and I was like, it's I, so boring. I've done There's a decent amount like of a... Six Flags roller coasters. I don't know what the whole, I know every roller coaster has a story or whatever, but this story seems a Why little... Why are you saying that with with ire right now, I guess MJ. I wanted to ask you people, have you done a lot more Disney than I? When you're riding a coaster, do you really experience the story as you go through it? Because they're trying to really make me think that I'm going to care that there's a giant whisk and I don't think I am. Yeah, no. That's why I'm way more a Six Flags than I am a Disney. Yeah. Because at Six Flags, it's just they raw don't coasters. It is, yeah, they just raw coaster. dog those yeah. coasters. Yeah. It is just hard coasters. You are either laying down or you're standing up and you're definitely going to be scared. And they have all these like revolutionary roller coasters. And yeah. I, I, I love going to Six Flags, but I am genuinely terrified uh-huh. of like half of the roller coasters at Six yeah, Flags. Yeah, stories oh, yeah. are left to dark rides. And dark rides can still have a very much a coaster element. I mean, the most frenetic, crazy one that still tells a tale is that amazing Mummy Returns ride Ooh, at Universal. Universal. But it is, it is giving, spinning you a yarn the whole time you're on it, but it's very fast and like you have to ride it a couple times to like actually realize what the, you know, I would, it's not even a plot, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But, you know, just to kind of like, I mean, even that Mario Kart ride though, too, has like a 
kind of a through line. You're trying to beat Bowser. Like, it sort of does it. And But what happens if I just want to have sex with Bowsette? I mean, they have that. Are dark, they brother that's and a very sister? dark ride uh, that you can go on. Um, or can I have sex with both Bowser and Bowsette? Is Bowsette Bowsette? Yeah, it's who I want to be. Is that the weird princess where Princess Peach is kind of like Bowser? I don't even understand the lore of Bowsette. Yeah, that's the weird one where it's like sort of Princess Peach, but she's Bowser kind of thing. Um, I'll bet she's in Bowser's family. How could she not be? Jeb is anthropomorphized gender bend version of Sumaria villain Bowser caused by the effects of the super crown power up following the creation of the character shortly after the release. So of, I okay. can have sex with them. So both. it is just like Peach puts on a thing that kind of turns her into a weird like Bowser homunculus. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's what can, I want. So you can fuck it. <laughs> Long story short, you can yeah. fuck it. See, I it. have to ask these things because, like, I can't with Wario and Waluigi. I found that out when Jeff and I went as Wario and Waluigi yeah, for Halloween. Everyone's brothers. like, you're brothers. You can't have sex with each other. <laughs> but they're not brothers. We looked it up. <laughs> there is Anyways, a there is sorry. a official Cora question. Is Bowsette Bowser's wife? Um and what is Quora? And we all know you got to get your information to Quora. Quora has the details. It, they don't. Oh, God. Um, Chat I'm GPT lying. is answering the question. I don't want to know what ah, you think. That's scary. Chat GPT. No, close the tab. Can it hear me right now? We're pro SAG after we're pro, uh, pro the WGA, yeah. right? Get your. I'm scared of the AI. I just, I'm scared of it. I just jumped back like I saw a cockroach. I don't want Chat Ooh. GPT to tell me if Bowsette is Bowser's wife. What alternate dimension did I just walk into? <laughs> nah, man, the, the dimension where DJ Casper isn't alive anymore. How do we feel about that? Sad. How do you feel, Yeah, Holden? I brought back the cha-cha slide. I mean, I love music, <laughs> and it's good for p- many people love the cha-cha him. slide. How and it I is for him to be like positive. how music makes other people. Hey, a lot of people don't understand my love of Taylor Swift, right? They think that's, you know what I mean? And when I go to a wedding I, and I want to throw up during, the, but I love his when love. When are you puking? Did you puke at my wedding? <laughs> Do we need to talk about this? No, but somewhere. Did you puke when the cha-cha no, slide Adam has a video just, of us doing it at your wedding somewhere. We got yes, Oh, yeah. I got to oh, get, get, get a hold that of that. That would be good. We should do like turn it black and white and do like a whole memorial, like oh. do a rest in peace thing. Oh, for DJ Casper. Yeah, for sure. He made for so yeah, there's many a lo- drunk been... people happy. I just hope he made a lot of money off of that. I don't know. I don't. I, think I, I get worried can. that I it, he so. didn't get the correct amount of money for a song that literally gets played at every single wedding block Do party. Do most people know that it's DJ Casper who sings the Cha Cha Slide? I don't know. That's the question. I, I feel like I'd heard the name DJ Casper before. At well, least. he says it at the top of the song. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have been watching, and unfortunately, this is another time period of the show that you are going to have to listen to me talk about a show, and I have to discuss it, and I must discuss it on the main episode, and it's called Deep Fake Love, and I can't believe that it exists. Oh, yeah. I've been watching this reality show, Tell us. and I can't believe that it exists. I've been trying to get anyone to watch this show. I must talk to someone about the show. But I love it because now it's like, and then now hear how this is the most morally bankrupt, uncomfortable, 
bizarre, strange obsession. Like Jeff, like cannot be in the same room with it. It's so disturbing. So I love you're just like, everyone needs to watch this show. And then you describe essentially like a fucking Saw movie plot to us. Uh, And we're all like, what? Why why do we need to watch? This headline that says, the cruelest show on TV? (laughs) Deep fake love goes too far with AI. (laughs) Oh, it certainly does. You guys, okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Tell us. It is a bunch of couples. They separate the couples into different houses. They fill each house with hot singles that are looking to fuck. Now, the couples think, oh, we're going to be tested. Uh So that's what they think that this show is. But they don't find out, or at least we are told that they don't know, which at first they don't know. That they know that there are cameras everywhere, but they are brought into this room where you have to, it's an all white room, and you're made to sit in a chair, and behind the other halves of the couples on a big screen is everything, like all of the highlights of what your partner is doing in the other house with those singles. But here's the thing, some of it is AI, and some of it is real, so they don't know which clips are AI and which clips aren't. But they know but some first, of it is AI. They didn't know at first. Oh, They wow. thought that it was all real. And then what do they do? They're like, oh, if they're going to do that, oh, you wait. You wait That's till I get so back in the house. Oh, my you God. Wait till I'm gonna go I didn't know they didn't know there was a possibility that it could be re, uh, that it, there was yes. a possibility it could be fake. And that then, totally then, changes it. That's the whole thing, too, is that the entire time they never know if it's real or fake. And it, the AI looks so good that, like, well, if all of these clips are them making out with somebody one of the clips has to be real. Oh my right? God. This is a and real stop the ride I want to get off situation, Jackie. I, that's why Jeff straight up was like, <laughs> I will not watch this with you. This is, I am against this show. Stop the gravy boat. Stop the gravy boat. I need to get I not, off. Did I not tee this up perfectly? Like, at first you're like, oh, intriguing. And then you're just like, what? I don't know, Jackie. I mean, of course I'm going to watch it. I'm, you know, evil. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's the thing is, especially when you're evil and like, I've just been so busy and I've been so anxious and it's been the only thing that has taken my mind off work because I put it on and I'm just like, what are you talking about? And even though, like, here's the thing, even if you think it's all fake, even if you're like, it's all fake, it's all fake, it's all fake. If you're watching your partner make out or like, or start to like go down on somebody it lives yeah. inside your fucking yeah, brain. Yeah, no matter what. Oh my God. Yeah. You can't get rid of it, dude. That's awful. Is... And so then what do you do? Wow. 
And this, like, okay, it's this is tough too because obviously, ever since reality started, you know, uh, twenty years ago when it was really kind of launching off, there's of course been like a lot of um, like you know moral uh, hand wringing about it because it is usually based on exploiting people and not paying them well. And in fact, um, Nick Thompson from Love is Blind uh, um, has this whole, there's a little mini documentary that people probably saw going around on Instagram. And he's like, is that the one that's almost homeless because he can't get a job because of Love is Blind? Yeah, He says that he he can't get a job. He's uh, there's another person from his same season that are, they're basically trying to unionize reality. They're like, listen, as everyone's talking about the writer's wages and the actor's wages, let's also talk about, like how the hourly wage breaks down with reality filming. They talk about how they didn't have access to water. They didn't have any regular access to food. And so there's this like kind of movement to speak out more about the the exploitation for reality. Obviously, each new reality show has been sh- is the whole thing is you're it's supposed to be shocking morally. You're supposed to be like, oh, you. But but sometimes the stakes feel very low, like too hot to handle. Oh, you can't have sex. Oh my god. But like. The 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 thing is based on fucking with people's lives, so it's hard to be like, oh, this draws a moral line. But the idea, uh, I feel like, or there's like the TLC realm where it's like based on right. kind of exploiting people's lives to like the freak show genre of like pointing and laughing yes. at them, which I say yes. because at Jackie's house, I watched a lot of Extreme Sisters on TLC, and so like Man, yes, Extreme the, Sisters, uh, it, it <laughs> infests your brain. It is, it is really giving me a framework to uh, relate to my own two children, but it's like <laughs> you know, you know, reality is based on ultimately based on exploitation. I still think it's fun, and so I make that little deal with the devil to watch it, but to take it to the next level of like. Not only are reality producers fucking with people's lives for entertainment to make money, which is, of course, the whole premise of the whole thing, but using AI to, like, emotionally sabotage relationships. There is something about that that feels totally categorically worse than anything that has ever happened on reality shows before. Mm, Yeah. Wow. And this is coming from someone that finished Milf Manor. You know, <laughs> oh, like yeah. this we, is we, we have a the, the bar is on the floor for what we think yet, is morally unconscionable in reality. This is what I'm here for. I love the, like part of this this article. It says if trash TV is the floor, deep fake love is the basement. Oh my god, we are. I mean, aren't we all kind of trying to see? How low can they go? <laughs> and I am a part of the problem. I'm a huge part of the problem. I am the one keeping these shows afloat. And I apologize. But I can't stop. I, I agree. I mean, I, but that's the thing. Actually, I, I I called for Tua Tandle to be even more morally bankrupt. So this is in the sweet spot of what I like. I just don't know if I, the deception's the only thing. That, actually, that's the thing that changes my mind. It's only the first episode. And my, right. But then here's the thing, is that they know they that every them... week they're going to have to go and watch this stuff and they right. know that their partner is going to have to watch it. And every time they watch it, they're like, oh Does anybody God. walk? Does anybody leave, like walk out? There's, yes. Okay. Well, and that's <laughs> yeah. another thing yes. that comes up in the t- in the little mini doc that uh, the Two Hot to Handle folks made is that you have to, the, the thing that you saw at the beginning, basically, what they what they said in that documentary was that they can be held liable up to fifty thousand dollars for the costs of damages if they leave early. So, like, you actually literally are like trapped, trapped there, there. even yeah, when you you're realize. Trapped. And of course, the whole premise of a lot of the shows now is you don't actually know what show you're signing up for, right? Like, yes. 
But that was the thing with this. Honestly, I haven't even finished it yet, even though all the episodes are out, because you really can only watch. This is a one episode at a timer. This is like I can only really handle one Uh, episode at a time because I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I'd flip out. But but I would never be on a show like this. But like I I, I would have I'd have a Menti B. Yeah, Yeah, I'd have a Menti B. And and the thing about the reality stuff that I think is really scary, I think unionizing reality would be so amazing because like it's not like I keep thinking, well, aren't people just going to decide not to do this? Like, yeah, everybody signs onto a reality show thinking they're going to become like the next Francesca or whatever, if that's even a good example. Oh, but can you imagine <laughs> if we became the next Francesca, please? And thank you. Like people think that whatever you're going to look shitty on TV, but the cost, the, the, the benefit is you become an influencer on Instagram, and then you can make a bunch of money that way. And, you know, worth it. But like they will never run out of people as long as the industry is is. Even if it's really shitty, even if it's like really hurting people, super obviously, which it has been doing for 20 years, they'll never run out of people who want to do it, you know, as long as the no. structure doesn't change. If this, if it's unionized and you have to like, you have to be paid a certain rate or whatever, then it would change. But there's never, I It'll keep thinking different. people will stop signing up for this at some point, but of course they won't. These people, the people on the latest season of Two Out to Handle were 20. The youngest yeah. guy there was 20. Of course he made a fucking stupid decision that's going to fuck up the rest of his life. That's what you do yeah. when you're 20. Because I feel like at that age, you're like, ah, I'll be fine. Yeah. Even if I, I if my heart's broken or I'm embarrassed, ah, I'll be fine. Right. And I mean, you can be. I guess I should read more about this. I'm confused as to why, why this guy can't get a job just because he was on Love is Blind. People Blank. are a little I, bit I, dubious I about it. There's also a lot of like blinds saying he's a big drunk. Um, and the- okay, because I, I I barely remember him. He wasn't like a villain on the show. He wasn't. He was actually a pretty good guy on the show. He was partnered so with I someone really- who had pretty serious mental health issues. And his thing after the fact is that like he didn't. Know, she was having panic attacks on set, and he didn't right. know. So he just thought she was acting insane. But like, and he says he can't get a job. A lot of people are like, well, maybe you just can't get a job. But everything. I mean, I think that. There's no way that you can deny that, like, if you are on a show as famous as Love is Blind, it's going to impact your, like, ability to be in public life after that, right? Like, of right, And right, he said right. that he's had bosses be like, we just don't want to be associated with you, you know, because a lot of, like, bad notoriety comes with it, being on a, you know, like, he's not super, he's not a breakout star, but he also is, like, if you say, like, I was on Love is Blind, you know, it's one of the big ones. People know. It's one of the big ones. People know. Sure, for sure. I, I, I guess it could also depend on, like, the his line of work. I don't really know what his, like... He's a per- VP of marketing. Everybody on Would reality be- shows is a VP of marketing. They're all marketing. Way, yes, what is that? I don't even know what that means. By the way, wouldn't that be good if you were, like, at all known or notable to get you in the door places? Like, I just don't see that. I don't, I, I, I don't want to, you know, whatever. I'm not going to, like, not believe it but it seems a little I've never heard of this happening for someone I've only heard of like people who deeply regret their words and deeds on the show having a really hard time with like social media and stuff like that I haven't heard a lot about occupational issues and it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me that a guy who I vaguely remember from a reality show it's not like he was the face of the show Ha- it's just odd. I just to remembered me. his creepy yeah. eyes. Yeah, I think maybe it's just yeah. more that he has creepy eyes. But like, I, also, I think I, that he's trying to use whether this is not even a value judgment on, on my part. I think based on, I think he had pre-existing like left-ish politics. I think he was honestly trying to use too hot to handle to like launch his own career, and I don't think it really worked. But also, okay. I think that he um, wants to use. The, his platform 
as it exists to advocate for this issue. You know, what I don't know. I, I don't know about whether Again, it's easy for me to imagine being like, oh, love is blind is on your resume. Like, ugh, an employer not liking that. Well, don't put, but, maybe don't put it on your <laughs> resume. <laughs> or if you Google somebody, you know, you're going to see Nick, Nick from Love is Blind or whatever. Right. But I think that I think that this is actually like a pet project of his to be like, this is okay. an industry based on exploitation, which. Oh, you know, sure. Which, which, kinda, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And I like advocating for a union and everything. Right. I'm just I'm having a hard time being like, I'm sure you're not walking in everywhere. And they're like, it's not like you're fucking um, who's like a uh, like a uh, from Flavor of Love. Like, oh, yeah, uh, what's York. her name? <laughs> New yeah, York. like you're not, it's not like you're New York. Like if you were New York and you were struggling in your like career that why didn't have anything. Why do you say wait, why do you think New York should be struggling? Just I, I only use her as an example because everyone like knows her. Like she would get picked out from a, you know, like she if she could walk in pretty much anywhere. And I think a lot of people, especially back then, would have been like, Oh, that's oh. New York. But like this guy's not like, that's that guy. You know what I mean? Even like Love is Blind has those people on the show, uh, but he's not one of them. I mean, people you know, where they're like Notorious people. So many people have like launched careers from their reality shows. But I think I was thinking about this the other day. I think aside from Jersey Shore, I think that Jersey Shore ended up being a net gain for everyone in that cast for their life right. in a massive way. Like all yes. of their lives are the better for it. That's kind of a one of a kind. That's the thing. Though. I can't That's think like of any one. other That's... show where being part of a reality show would 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 have a net help for your life. Aside from the fact that it launched like influence. You careers, you get. But you uh, it, I would I think it does actually because you immediately get like a hundred thousand followers and with a hundred thousand right. followers you officially become an influencer and at the very least you can get some free swag yeah, you, you can get your some face ad payouts yeah. exactly and you can maybe even start a business off of it or whatever like you know Darcy Stacy with House of Eleven and you know all this I mean they're like on another level though they're, they're like career reality people right yes but if you just are on one season of something and you're enough of a standout that people want to like follow you I think that number drops off I feel weird now the some of the 90 day people I'm still following on Instagram and they've just compl- you know years and years have passed and they're just Living their That's lives. That's why I stopped following all any yeah. like reality. If I like, if I'm watching reality and I end up looking up somebody on Insta, I've stopped following them because yeah. then I feel like a creep. Because then I'm just like, wait, what is this person from? Why am I following this person? Right. Yeah, I'm like, oh, there's coming up. There's some people from Too Hot to Handle. They met three years ago as like the two like biggest sluts, and they got together and they're still dating. And I still follow them on Instagram, and I bring it up as if I know oh, them. Are they happy? Are like, they happy though? I'll be like, but Gideon, they're still together, and he'll be like, who? <laughs> like. Right, right. But um, is this why? Is this what we're talking about? So we don't have to talk about Lizzo. I know, right? We, we, we don't talk about... I, I do need to move into the celebrity conspiracy. We're actually going way over on this. Um, I just want to say real quick about... We'll get further into the Lizzo in the leftovers. Yes. Leftovers should... is better for hot button issues anyways, because, you know... It's tough on the... I got a lot of feelings. Yeah. yeah. It's tough on the big show, because, right, we want to talk... We want to keep it fun, but also, obviously, this is big news. We can't not talk about it. But also, it's so kind of at the beginning that it's kind of hard to really weigh I find it hard I to I don't really know what to weigh in other than to see what has happened you know that's all I'll say at a glance like I, I'm not gonna immediately write her off uh, I also don't you know I think that she's got some splaining to do right. but at the same she's time got some, she got I, there's been some weird moves happening from the other camp like doing an interview on TMZ and things like that that just at least go to show that like I don't like how social media immediately writes wants to immediately write someone off based 
based on like a headline without actually like knowing more information. Toxic gossip. <laughs> but I, I, I'm I'm sure th- there are issues going on here yeah. within her camp and the way she treats her dancers and stuff. I, I can tell that's going on. But at the same time, I'm so sick of everyone just being like, Lizzo's done. She's <laughs> over. It's over. Like, I don't think that's right. true. I think there's new. It sounds like there's nuance to the situation if you actually look into it. And that's where I stand as of now. Things could change. Literally, this episode's going to come out on the heels of like us finding out she's legitimately like a child trafficker and I'm going to sound like a <laughs> fucking idiot. But but until then, right now, as it stands in the news with the details we have, it's not so cut and dry. And I don't like how we we immediately write people off and can't. And just, I don't even want to use the word cancel because she's not going to be canceled. But how we immediately people out there just being like, your career is over. You're done. I do think maybe she might give off a certain thing that she's not fully behind the scenes. I, I could right. definitely see that. I think remembering anyways. that these people, even we were talking earlier about how like Beyonce should be president because she makes the trains run. I think it's, I think that <laughs> something like this is just an opportunity to remember that like, right. These people are, um, like bosses and, uh, you know, sometimes bosses fuck people over like, and people, they, these people craft their public image that who they are, uh, you know, separate from their public image might, be the same might not and I feel like that's that's those are kind of the thoughts that rattle around as I was reading just like again like just regardless of where things end up workers should be able to accuse their bosses of bad behavior we should remember that this is that these are people and all that you know but I, I that's those are kind of my thoughts just like yeah people get fucked over at work and this might be something like that you know and and sometimes we right it's, I don't think about a magic show like Lizzo's as work you know but it is people's work yeah yeah what do you think jackie anything else whatever yeah you're scared (laughs) to say anything you're frightened of your own fans all right here we go (laughs) here's the celebrity no my heart is my heart hurts okay my heart hurts about it and i don't know because i don't know if what's real and i don't know what's true yet i would give it some more time does make my heart hurt yeah i would give it some more time because you know what also if she's, you know, I would say maybe it'd be cool if she was like a little more honest uh, about who she, about like the fact that maybe she is more of a kind of a, a diva or not always just this squeaky clean body positivity person that she claims to be. I think if she maybe leaned more into that, uh, that might actually be cool. And it sounds like she needs to kind of look at her boundaries with her dancers and like reevaluate how she treats the people who works f- for her. But well, we will continue this on the left we'll because leftovers. it's time for the celebrity cons- Conspiracy theory. Hit me with a share. Do you believe it? This one comes in from Courtney, who writes, Hey, y'all, think I got a pretty juicy juice conspiracy that'll blast your nips right off. Does, does Henry hate Timothy because he's horny for him? Whoa! Actor Henry Zabrowski, Wolf of Wall Street, your pretty face is going to hell, has been (laughs) in a heated, one-sided feud with Academy Award nominee Timothée Chalamet for many years now. The superstore actor has made several public jabs, chapes, and jockeries at Timothée's expense, making his disdain for him quite clear. But why? Several question marks, like nine question marks, I think, maybe ten after that why. On an episode of The Last Podcast of the Left, sorry, I can't remember which because I smoked too much. Whoa, 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 weed! Henry once stated that he could see himself be with a man sexually and romantically if the man were slender, frail, and dainty. Whoa. Who is famous for being the slenderest, frailest, daintiest man in Hollywood? Timothy. My guess is that I... Huh? 
I just want to step in here and point out who's another person that Henry hates, who's tiny, frail, and dainty, Eddie Redmayne. There you go. Whoa! There you go. Wow. My guess is that Henry popped one too many bones during Dune, and they weren't all for the sand, or whatever the fuck Dune is about. And his brain is confusing horniness for hatred. Been there, or the lady doth protest too much, and every time he has a horny thought for Timothy, he has to make a cutting remark about him, so no one is the wiser. Anyway, that's my brain rot for the afternoon. Hope you enjoy (laughs) XOXO Gossip Girl. Wow. Golf claps all around. Wow. Golf claps all around. Uh, yeah, really. Uh, I mean, how can I not believe that that this is true? It makes I so believe. much sense. Yeah, I believe, too, because I feel like the um, any man that I dated like that, that could be described in that way, Henry has always hated. Yeah. So maybe it's because he was jealous. You hate what you love. Everyone yeah. knows that. Extreme yeah. sister yeah. brothers. Yeah, yeah, extreme, extreme, sister, extreme brothers. sister brothers. Everyone except knows that, you hate except what you we love. don't touch, and that I think is a big part of extreme sisters is they touch a lot. You don't touch yes. except for when you're walking the VR plank, Jackie, and then you touch the don't most even. you've touched yes. in your whole life. I need everybody to know that in that 12 hour subathon, which definitely check it out. I've got the link for it in my bio on Instagram. Um, if you watch the VR and me being purely terrified, and you can see me actually physically shaking. I was so scared. And Henry held me as I walked the plank It was like Jack VR. and Kate in Titanic, you guys. If you love we the Zabrowski relationship, on him. you have to watch the part of the VR simulation in the 12-hour subathon that we did because Jackie, <laughs> first of all, it looks like they're all standing in the sky because it was Cena set it up. It looked so good so that you could see Jackie like standing in a green room and then you could also see Jackie like standing on a plank in the sky and she was so scared she wouldn't do it without Henry's help. So Henry flew through the air to her and held on to her arms and it, he they, he's literally standing behind her holding her like Jack holds Kate in the Titanic. Both hands. And I'm literally going, if you let go, I swear to God, like, it's not going to be funny. I'm not, I'm not joking, Henry. You cannot let go of me. And he's just like, okay, I won't, I won't, I won't. And I gripped him. And that is the most I have ever touched Henry in my entire life. Yeah. And it was all worth (laughs) it. It was very. It was all worth it. Very. I was, my face was covered in tears from laughing so hard. And, you know, I was proud of Henry because I could tell that he really knew that you needed help. It was a real desperate moment and he was, did not fuck with you. It was desperate. He did not No, he didn't you. fuck with me. That was, that's a good big brother that's right a good there. Big brother. When, when you know the difference between like, I'm going to fuck with her or I, I'm not like, I was not playing around. I was genuinely very scared. Anyway, sorry. Uh, not to go off on that tangent. It's time for the list. Oh, oh who's on, on the list? list? Me. Jackie, you gotta have that. That list. Inscrutable celebrity claims and humble brags. Wilt Chamberlain claimed he slept with 20,000 women. In his biography, he claimed to have been intimate with about 20,000 women. If you do the math, it would mean that from 15 years old to the time of the claim, he would have slept with 10 different women per week every week. It seems high. Uh, I don't understand people who keep count is weird to me. Um, I know basketball players fuck a lot. For sure, for they sure. have all the options for the vagina that you could possibly have. You know what I mean? Um, women just throwing themselves at these guys. I mean, it is disgusting. And if you're out there, shame on you. You know what I mean? And yeah, I, I say, am I say, get on. Slut shaming right now. 
That See, is if what everybody's I'm doing. smiling, everybody's consenting, I say, jump on it. Jump on it. Jump on it. I don't see how this is actually possible, but I'm sure he has had sex with thousands of women, I'm sure. But I, it's it's inconceivable to me. It's really inconceivable I'll bet he had me. a couple of many great weeks where he did get 10 in. But I think that he probably sure. did some math and was like, I had a couple of years there where I was sleeping with 10 people a week, but I don't think you keep that up for... I mean, how ever? How many right? decades are some we talking people, about? Some people, though, some people have such insane sex drives. Though, That's like, true. I just, it's, I'm a two hand man. You know what I mean? Uh, enough partners to fill two hands. We've talked about this before. Two hand man. <laughs> I think I'm more than two hands, though. I said that. Yeah, I'm at least three to four hands. I think is. Are you inter- three to four yeah. hands? Penis, it fully in vagina, or just what are we defining? It's, I mean, I depends. It depends on your relations. own your own definition of intimacy. Ah, uh, well then, yeah, definitely. Then fifteen right. to twenty. If for you sure. just Probably said you don't it. understand people who keep a count, and this is at least the second time you've mentioned your own count on page seven. <laughs> <laughs> And I still have no idea. It really might be too. I have no idea. Yeah. I really couldn't tell you, but I, I like to believe I'm at least four hands. Between two and four hands. But yeah, I, well. I, once I, as soon as I start counting in my head, I go, ew. And then I stop. Yeah. I think so. That's There's kinda... a lot of things that a lot of celebrities would like to believe. Like Mark Wahlberg claimed he would have stopped 9 11. <laughs> he says. If I was on that plane with my kids, it wouldn't have went down like it did. There would have been a lot of blood in that first class cabin. And then me saying, okay, we're going to land somewhere safely. Don't worry. He later, he later apologized, apologized for this statement. I'm, I'm offended. And I don't even get offended by shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so it's so kind of hurtful to say. <laughs> it's such a horrible thing to say. Jesus Christ, Mark Wahlberg. What are you talking about, you know, Mark they Wahlberg? Say <laughs> you get arrested, like you get arrested development, or like you you stay the same age that you got famous. famous. And you got famous oh, yeah. very young. Yeah. Those are the kinds of thoughts I had in high school. Like, yeah, yeah I'd have beat that bully up good if he had done that to me. You know what I mean? You fantasize about how you would disarm the murderer and like, and then in the actual situation, you will probably get killed doing that. So yes. don't do that. It's just also uh, like, dude, have the self-awareness to realize you are literally talking about like the one thing that most people in the United States get really upset about really easily. Really right. genuinely upset about. Please don't do this. Well, don't, this is upsetting in a different way. Snooki claimed that kitty litter was the best exfoliant. She told Conan O'Brien that the most effective and inexpensive exfoliant she found is actually unused kitty litter. I'm glad that she hmm. said oh, unused. I was gonna say unused. There's not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I agree with her, but I would it, not it's, believe it's it. I mean I've heard zanier shit yeah, you know what I mean yeah I've heard zanier shit out of Jessica Simpson's mouth Jessica Simpson claimed that Texans don't get anorexia <laughs> she said I'm not anorexic I'm from Texas are there people from Texas who are anorexic oh. I've never heard of one and that includes me Is it, did, oh, she's definitely uh, been mired with eating disorders yeah, all her life there's been a lot of discussion yeah a lot of discussion also made fun of frequently for how she doesn't know things and understand things yeah um, yeah, so that, Chicken of the Sea. Yeah. We all remember Chicken of the yeah. Sea. She's got, um, she got done dirty by Nick Lachey. She did get done dirty. She did yeah. get done dirty, but that is a that is a quite a that's, thing. That's to something say. you shouldn't. Say. Or you know, be like Courtney Love, and Courtney Love claimed that crack made her better at calculus. <laughs> she said. 
The strange thing is, while the crack screwed me up in a lot of ways, it improved me in certain others. I've never been good with numbers, but when I was on crack, I could do math really, really well. I became a fucking whiz at calculus. I just want to know more on that. Like, how are you practicing calculus? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, I don't like, know. You're like working through worksheets or something? Like, I'm what ready is... to believe her, you know? Like, obviously, drugs open up different parts of the mind. I want to sure. hear. Yeah, I agree. I want to hear more. I wouldn't be shocked, but it just doesn't seem like who who has like calculus textbooks lying around. That's the thing. Work, I couldn't even wa- even if I wanted to do calculus on crack. I I think that I couldn't even. Where start. would you go? I have what no idea. Do? I don't know where to start. Is that like in my head? I'm like X plus. I'm like I think that's algebra. I yeah. don't even know if that's calculus. I I don't remember which one's which at this point. I know geometry is shapes. I tried very I, hard. That's all I know. I avoided calculus with every ounce of fiber I had in my body, and I succeeded. And, so- and I went to Calc 4, oh and I God. still have no idea. You went to Calc I dropped 4? Out of, I dropped out of Calc 4, which is why I couldn't become a meteorology major. Anyway, Bobby Brown claimed he had sex with a ghost in a haunted mansion. In his memoir, Every Jackie. Little Step, he wrote, One memorable night, one of the ghosts descended from the ceiling and had sex with me. After you stop laughing... I need you to hear what I'm saying because I'm not making this up. He made sure to specify that he wasn't on drugs. Does he notoriously didn't he do a lot of drugs? Yes. The famous. It's like for the, the amount of thing. drugs. That famous for yeah. right? Right? Four, right? Famous for a couple of reasons. Yeah, this is tough. bad things. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. We don't want to uh, cheer for I think most things. We Bobby don't Brown talk did. about Bob. No, we don't talk about Bobby Brown. But Jackie yeah. does want to fuck a ghost. So how do you feel? I do want to fuck a ghost. Yeah. So that is definitely something that um, I'm intrigued. I don't want to talk to him about it, but I am intrigued by the fact that uh, there were no drugs involved. Yeah. Because I would think that there might be I a think couple there was of drugs probably involved. <laughs> at least a drug involved. Yeah, a single least, drug was at least a drug involved. And last not but not least, James Blunt claimed that he personally prevented World War III. <laughs> he said that when he was in the British Army, an airfield had been taken by Russian forces, and he was ordered to destroy the Russians and take the runway. He refused prevented a world war, and was later thanked by his superiors. Wow. All right, there you Did have it. Did it, though. Did it. Oh, my God. I, Did I, that happen? I can't see the list anymore. I think I'm going blind. blind. I know. Oh, we can't, oh, we see, can't them. see them. This married former A-list boy bander is hooking up with a singer lower on the list. Justin Timberlake. And who do you, do you know the singer? Lower she the was big back when he was in a boy band. She wants to fly away. She, Nelly Furtado? Yes. Whoa. She's like wow. a bird. Recently, Whoa. there was a cute article about how Timberlake and Timberland FaceTimed Nelly Furtado from the recording studio, um, but but maybe there's actually sex on the menu is what Whoa. I wrote in all caps. Oh, sex on the menu. They did the track Give It To Me back in 2007. Interesting. Yeah, pretty fun. Interesting. This, this former A-list reality star who has who was really hated, now beloved, has proof she used to hang out with the royal sons. She talked about it a lot. She also says she slept with one of them, but no one knows which one. Is she saving it for a new book? Kim. No. Same fam? No. But Older, uh, got famous a little before and was like a uh, uh, punchline for a long time, and now we like respect her. 
She was a punchline, and now we respect her. Yeah. And it's not Jessica Simpson. No. Brittany? But in this same camp, same era, same time. Not Brittany? Not Brittany. Lilo? No. Amanda Bynes? Who's like the... Who's mostly known for just reality and then spinning that into stuff? Rich, family. Paris Hilton. Yes. Uh, which, and the royal, I mean, which royal, you know. I mean, the one that's in my head. You can't take it away from me, all right? I know that, like, the whole Meghan Markle, everything, it's really, like, tampers down on how sexy Prince Harry is. Yeah. But... It's still, I'm still, in my brain, it's still back in the wanna marry Harry days. Yeah, yeah, And that's what I'll always see inside of my brain. And Hilton and Harry, I would watch that dead-eyed tape. I would watch (laughs) that tape. Hopefully it happened in a hot tub. I bet it was very lethargic, As long as they are both, you know, consenting, please let me watch the tape. I'll just watch watch clips of it. I'll watch the highlights. Was she the old lady he fucked behind the pub uh, to lose his virginity? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She was uh, old. She was 26. Uh, um, all right, here we go. Uh, last one. I don't know why this blogger and this singer slash sometime actress are continuing their fake feud after a full decade. Maybe they're doing it to intentionally rile up her fans. Who knows? But her team directly called him to have him announce the news that she's doing another Vegas residency before the news leaked out. He's acting like she'll kick him out of the venue if he attends, which she probably won't. They're both so weird. Perez Hilton. Yes, Perez Hilton is the uh, blogger. The feud is with him and uh, someone who just announced another Las Vegas residency. It is her return. Kelly Clarkson? To Vegas. No, but she's great. And we did. Adele. Did we talk about the. um, She's already. Not Adele. No. Uh, She is. Uh, uh, and a lot of does actually has done quite a bit of acting and has made that kind of her new thing. But um, does it Ella Fittini? Gaga! She I didn't realize that she was doing a residency. Yeah, Lady Gaga's returning with her like jazz standard show. She's doing like a line of shows. And President Hilton did put up this video that is so like dated and weird and so Perez Hilton of him being like so happy that he's like ruining this announcement and spoiling this announcement okay. before it and it's, it's so eye rolly and dumb yeah, just, uh, yeah. but yeah so yeah Perez Hilton exists still and he's so whatever <laughs> and he not long ago yeah, talk about that something residency. that didn't age well, or like that was so product of its time uh, you know we talked a lot he so didn't age well yeah. he is the cultivator of the thing that we say was like the worst right thing going on during that time like he was the number one guy behind our lack of respect for other people's mental health our the cruelty it was just like a time of like celebrities are celebrities they deserve to be mocked and ridiculed by us the the plebes you know what i mean and yada 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 and he was so awful because he leaned into the fame as soon as he got it like he was so excited to you know be a part of the whole thing that he seemingly had such disdain for uh but apparently the two were tight for a couple of years starting in 2008 a rift formed when he did an interview uh with lady gaga and he got very like rude and negative towards her more recent music i think it was born this way and he was just kind of grilling her in this way that was very perez hilton and i think it was one of those where like after the cameras were off he was like yeah that's my thing i'm perez hilton like we're still friends i love you but like come on that's my you know and she was like no you, no. We're not doing that. And so that's where it kind of started. But um, I believe also that this is all bullshit and planned. I could totally believe that as well. But anyways, there's the blinds. Wow. We did it. We did it. Wow. 
We Welcome did, back. Yeah, speed blinds. That was great. Yeah, yeah. Was really immediately. Yeah, I gave you that asshole it. with the elephant shit in the jungle, but oh, I don't know. I was yeah. like, I was like, what clue do you give that doesn't immediately give away Lady Gaga? Like, yeah. how do you give a clue? I was like, she's got, she's a monster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or whatever. All right, there you have it. There's well, the blinds. Thank you, Holden, and see. thank you, MJ. Welcome back to the world of the seeing, and thank you guys so much for joining us for this week's episode of Page Seven. And um, I feel like you didn't give enough props to my meow musance joke earlier which was perfect. It was the perfect um, mixture of history. So, okay, maybe I don't know about Oppenheimer, but I can make a Mussolini makes the trains run on time joke, okay? <laughs> My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can come and see me whenever you want because I'm right here and you can come and find me absolutely whenever. Uh, is that a scary thing to say? Yeah, I love it. Wow, all right. It should be. And don't forget that we are still having more Tour dates, lastpodcastnetwork.com. Get your tickets for the Release the Butthole Cut Tour because, Mama, I'm coming home. <laughs> and yeah, we are going to be performing in Florida. And yeah, my family's going to be there. Oh, my God. Also, uh, check us out if you'd like to get pre-sale codes for that. Uh, actually, I think they've already gone out for these. Yeah, these are fully on sale, but whatever. In the future, you get pre-sale codes. Also, weekly bonus content for just $5 a month. So much weekly bonus content. I had someone recently write in and say, this, what we offer on our Patreon as a person who is subscribed to a bunch of Patreons is beyond uh, by far the uh, amount of content that most like podcasts and stuff give out, which is really cool to see, and I believe it. We put out a lot of stuff for just $5 a month. Also, uh, for $10 a month, you can join us for our Jersey Shore Watch Along over on our Discord. That's all on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash page7podcast. Check me out Monday through Friday, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho, especially Fridays. The Jackin' with the Holdies stream is amazing and only getting more and more hype as the weeks have gone on. I've been seeing a, a nice bump in the numbers of people coming out, showing up. We're trying to put on the best stream we can put on. Uh, twitch.tv forward slash Holden, uh, Holdenators Ho uh, every Friday, 6 p.m. ET. MJ? My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Time for the song! Shout! Shout! Let it all out! These are the emails that you wrote in about! Come on! We're gonna read them to you! Come on! Whoa, strap on your wetsuits and get ready to dive. It's time for the shoutouts, y'all. And we've got a couple of weeks of shoutouts, so it is time to give some love to our community. And you can send in your own shoutouts to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is page7podcast at gmail.com. And I will get to yo shoutouts. Just want to say thank you guys so much for sending in the shoutouts that you did. And um, I'm I'm ready to dive if you guys are ready to get wet with me because we are starting this out with a thick old triple shout out from Ashley. Ashley says, first to Holden, on episode 502, your rant about people who are calling the Barbie movie woke was amazingly worded. In about 20 seconds, you completely dismantled their whole argument and pointed out that it's them who are the snowflakes for freaking out about everything that isn't even for them. Thank you for being such an advocate for women, we need more men in the world like you. I can't believe it. No one's ever said it to Holden ever. I'm just making a JK. Thank you so much, Ashley. Ashley continues on and says, second shout out to myself. 
At 19 years old, I entered a work industry that is incredibly male-dominated. I hear ya. I put up with male customers who would ask me ridiculous questions to test my knowledge, male colleagues who would point out the days when I looked pretty, and consistently being the only female in a room and having the men talk over me. I'm now 37, and last week I was promoted to National Network Development Manager, my dream job. I honestly believed I had to be smarter, network better, and work harder to get here. So shout out to me. Is it fair? No. But did I do it? Yes. My first project is creating a program to help bring in more young women into my industry. I want to create a space where they can share their struggles, their ideas, and their ambitions. And lastly, a shout out to my sister, Lauren. She's the most amazing person I know. She gave birth to my four gorgeous nibblings, single-handedly created a party business empire, and somehow still finds the time to support me when I need her. I've watched her escape from an abusive relationship and have to live in in a women's shelter, and to see where she is now is such an achievement. Her strength gives me strength. Thank you so much for making my long work days go faster. Sending huge love from Australia. Love you so much, Ashley. Thank you so much for writing in. Now, continuing on to Mills. And Mills, oh, I feel you. Mills says, I'm sure you will have touched on the very devastating passing of Paul Rubens this week, which I know saddens you the same way it saddens me. But if you don't mind, I wanted to add my little shout out to because this celebrity death has hit me harder than any. The VHS box sets of Pee-wee's Playhouse were on repeat in my house growing up. But truly, it's not just that Pee-wee was a childhood favorite. My mom and I have never been close, and our relationship was tumultuous in my teen years and early 20s. And now we're further apart than ever, rarely speaking except on holidays. Pee-wee was my one way to connect with my mom, especially on birthdays where I'd do things like make her Pee-wee and Cherry figures out of Sculpty, or much later when I got her tickets to see the 35th anniversary of the movie. Sadly, we didn't get to see it because of COVID, but I loved hearing your time seeing it. Today, I first heard the sad news in a text from my mom, to which I replied, this sucks, and it does. But at the same time, as I sit here watching Big Adventure while I eat my pancake face and cry into my ice cream soup, I know we'll always have Pee Wee, even if we don't always have each other. So this shout out is to Paul Rubens and the character he created that will transcend generations. One day when I have kids, I'll be able to share Pee Wee too and hope to connect on more things besides. And shout out to you. Thanks, Mills. Thank you all for putting out the pop history episode you did on Paul Rubin slash Pee Wee. It's so good to hear other people speak with the same admiration as I do about him. And I learned so much. Keep doing exactly what you're doing. You're a joy to listen to every week. Thank you so much, Mills. And I said so much love your way. And I'm also sending love to Missy as well. Missy says, I'm doing a self shout out. Hell yeah. Because it's been a shit year. But I'm still growing stronger every second. I have extreme anxiety and depression that I've dealt with since I was 17. I'm now 28. I was in a toxic relationship with a narcissist for about three years. Everything was an absolute dream at first, but slowly he started showing me his true self little by little. I truly loved this person, which makes the fact that he name-called, manipulated, isolated, and took everything good about me and made it dirty even more difficult to deal with. I felt helpless. He was a soul sucker, and yet I still loved him somehow. I couldn't even break up with him. He said he wouldn't let me. 
Until I finally had to get the cops involved and finally got him out of my apartment in January. Congratulations! I was trauma bonded to him and it sucks, but it was a celebration of my resiliency when I got out of that relationship. So as a fuck you, I decided to move to Colorado and just start a new journey far away from him. Hell yeah! I can't tell you how proud I am of myself for moving from Buffalo to Aspen. But two weeks after I moved, I got the news my father passed away. I flew back and I just felt so guilty that I wasn't home with my family through all of it. He struggled with alcoholism for 10 years and never loved himself enough to get help. Watching him slowly kill himself with alcohol was heart-wrenching. We could never change him. Unfortunately, it got the best of him. Irregardless, I wasn't going to give up living my best life in Colorado. I got an awesome serving job, have a supportive and healthy new relationship, live in a beautiful ski town, have a sweet puppy, and my new baby niece was just born two days ago. Congratulations! Life can be shit, but it can also be beautiful. Fuck the haters, fuck alcoholism, and fuck not taking chances. Don't let narcissists take your light away. I love you guys. I've been listening since about 2017. I love you too, Missy. And thank you so much for sharing your struggle. And I hope that this inspires someone else to make the difficult decisions. Believe me, I know those difficult decisions are difficult. Um, But you can fucking do it. And I'm so proud of you, Missy. And I'm also, uh, thank you so much for writing in. Now, We've got another great self-shout-out. This comes in from Logan. Logan says, I felt like I deserve a self-shout-out. I have had a rough few years for a lot of reasons. I don't want to get into the details, but one of the things that helped me get through is listening to page seven. I've been living with my parents after I got evicted from my apartment, lost my job, and my friends. It just felt like everything was going wrong in my life last year. But I kept on pushing through, and I'm proud of myself. I've got a new job last year, and I've been busting my ass to get back into gear. It was a lot of hard work, but it paid off because I am getting a huge promotion. Before I end this, I also was wanting to get a birthday shout out for myself on August 31st. Happy birthday, Logan. Logan, it's almost your birthday. And congratulations for working your ass off. It's so fucking difficult. And especially when things are looking so dark, it's so hard to see the light. And thank you for sharing yours. Now, Katie... Thank you so much for also sending in your shout out. Katie says, I've been a listener of page seven since almost day one. And I just wanted to thank you so much for making such a safe space on the internet to escape to once a week. I've always wanted to write in a shout out, but I never felt there was enough to shout myself out for. But today I said, fuck it and wanted to celebrate where I'm at. As of the end of this month, I am celebrating being completely debt-free. I moved out eight years ago after my parents formalized the adoption of my now sisters. There were seven of us in a three-bedroom townhouse, and they were leaving an abusive situation. I made the choice to leave, even though I had no money, so that they had a little more room to thrive. Needless to say, working full-time minimum wage wasn't enough, and I amassed what seemed like a mountain of debt. I just couldn't get out from it. But with the support of my partner and some truly incredible friends, I was able to get by. Flash forward to eight years later, I am in an amazing job that I love and making way more money than I ever thought possible. I came out as queer and I am able to spend my free time volunteering with Planned Parenthood, offering peer sexual health counseling. I can help my parents with their expenses, go on trips and foster furry friends like I've always dreamed. I still can't believe how far I've come. 
Page seven has been a part of my journey every step of the way. And I just want to thank you all so much. Thank you, Katie. Thank you to MJ for being so open with their experience with gender, parenthood, and life, and for making this one hour a week a safe space to explore in my own journey. To Jackie for being the horniest, hottest motherfucker on the planet and loving it. Thank you. I try to channel you both on my hard days and my great ones. And not to forget Holden, I also channel Gronky, but exclusively when listening to T-Swift, they go hand in hand for me now. Love, Katie, and we love you too, Katie. Thank you so much for sharing and congratulations, babe. Now, we've got another great shout out, but this goes out to, oh, we've got a fiance shout out. Justin says, I'm Justin a long-standing fan of Last Podcast Network, I wanted to give a big shout-out to my now-fiancé, Leanna, who, as soon as she found podcasting, found Page 7 and was instantly hooked. You guys were the reason she fell in love with podcasts. Jackie, a woman who deserves to be named Hot Dog Queen of the World, thank you. MJ is the bringer of peace and the chaos of their co-hosts and Holden. And Holden, the scaly bringer of chaos. Gronky, anyone? We just got engaged. Congratulations. So I wanted to give her a big shout out, showing my love, especially with all the people on her favorite podcast. Hip, hip, hooray for Justin and Leanna. Congratulations. And now starts, oh, the fun part of planning the wedding. But you know what it is? It is the fun part. Plan it for you. Do it for you. Do as much as you can for you and for fucking nobody else. One big tip for you. Love you guys so much. And now we've got a shout out. Oh, we've got a best friend shout out from Sam. Sam says, my best friend in the entire world, Amber, is turning 34 on August 14th. And I wanted to give her a shout out on one of our favorite podcasts from one of our favorite people. Oh, my God. I mean, it's I'm glad that it's not on my birthday, but you do share a birthday with Winnie, Amber, which is very, very special. And I'm glad we don't share birthdays and we would have to share it. And right now Winnie's a baby so we don't have to worry about you sharing her birthday so happy birthday it's all yours Sam says we love you and the whole LPN gang we have been friends for 22 years and we're even next door neighbors now she has been with me through everything good and bad in life since we were 12 years old and I can't imagine doing it without her you are really the best friend anyone could have ever asked for happy birthday Ambabs I love you your bestie Sam. And last but not least, and I just want to say thank you again so much for you guys sending in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. This shout out goes out to Brandon. Brandon says, I just wanted to shout you out and all of the LPN network. I've been going through a rough time the past couple of months, but you guys have been right there in my ear helping me keep going and pushing through. Congratulations, babe. Page 7 has been a great stress release during these weird times we are living in today, and it's so nice to have some ear friends talking out today's headlines. You and MJ also got me horribly hooked on MILF Manor, and I have nobody to talk to about my feelings on it. If you ever do a show, please let the people know no, we will let, definitely let you know. Hopefully we'll be doing more reality talk soon with MJ because I'm trying to force them to watch more reality television. And also, Brandon, I need you to know y'all looked fire at the Beyonce concert. You looked like wrestlers from the future that were about to have sex and 
If that's not the hugest compliment I've ever given, I don't know what is, Brandon. So much love goes out to you, and I'm so glad you guys had a blast. And thank you guys again so much for sending in your shoutouts. Again, to page7podcast at gmail.com. Just knowing that you guys are here with me every week makes me feel so good. And I just want to shout you all out. Love you all so much. We'll be back next week for my birthday episode. (gasps) See you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.